We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to episode 38 of What the Fuck is CMOS? Guess what we got for you guys today? Love line episode, highly requested. So if you're new here... You can go. So if you're new here, welcome to a love line. What's a love line? You submit your dating woes. Ah, some Tinder boy is this. Is he good? Is he a fuck boy? I don't know. My boyfriend did this. Uh, My boyfriend doesn't know what apple cider vinegar is. Oh my God. Should I dump him? Emma and I are here to give you some advice, right? We are veterans with the dating apps and (laughs) not successfully though. But we have encountered plenty of men with very specific personalities, some that take ashwagandha pills, some who literally don't know what vegetables are. We have covered all the bases. Now, will our advice be the best? Probably not. But, you know, take it with a grain of salt, you know, pick and choose what you want to actually implement and utilize with your life. But we're here to just, you know help you out because sometimes all you need is just another another opinion yeah another opinion two fucking dipshits drinking their chlorophyll water giving you advice one key grounding advice i have for all of you that are on dating apps is to include your favorite cmos girlies meme on your profile that will get the combo going just be like oh this girl's into memes she's sick emma and i i think emma you do i have in my profile on like some of the dating apps like i have a meme page immediate conversation starter but then it kind of gets this slippery slope where then I give them the username they go creep on it and then they find my Instagram and then it's like they're following on Instagram and I'm like babes I don't even know who you are so you can have the memes it'll be harmless for you though but for me eh, I don't know kind of mention it but it's kind of annoying too yeah I say like I think I'm hinge like what if I told you that I run a niche meme account and that's the only thing people want to talk about and I'm like you know what whatever. But I was, I was actually self-conscious this morning when I was thinking about like this episode and thinking about like the fact that I say I have a meme page. Guys that are probably over 25 don't think that's cool. They're probably like, oh, this girl is an idiot. No, Uh, I would disagree. I feel like I've been talking to people who are like, well, I don't talk to people who are like over 28, but like everyone's been like, I fucking love memes. Like, tell me. It's like literally like data analysis at like Goldman Sachs. (laughs) Because like my dating app range is 23 to 29. I cannot have a number in the 30. And I also can't date someone who's younger than me. Like that's just not it. Um, so I feel like some guys, yeah, they're into memes. And then some guys, I'm just like, it's over their head. They're like, where do you have the memes? I'm like, do you know what fucking Instagram is? Like, where have, where are you? Are you not using, because I feel like the most popular meme page that guys watch or whatever the fuck follow is the grape juice one, yeah. right? I don't yeah. really know what guys do in cell behavior. 
Um, should we maybe touch on like how our current dating lives are going right now? Yeah. Um, I've been like updating on TikTok about the boy that I've been seeing. Um, he was out of town this weekend, so I didn't see him, but he's coming back today. So TBD on that one. Um, he has no social media, so that's really cool. Um, barely has like a good photo of him. I don't know if he even knows my last name yet, so I don't think he's actually sleuthed me. I've definitely sleuthed him. It's so easy. Like he doesn't have social media, but you put in a few keywords, a college, perhaps their name, perhaps where they're from. I, I can find anything, but how about yeah. you, dog? Yeah, I've been talking to someone. We like last minute got drinks last week then he went out of town to the Hamptons men are obsessed with going out of town out of town um then he got in last night and he like texted me at like 10 45 classic I was asleep and he's like are you up like <laughs> I, I just got back I want to know how your weekend was so I think we're gonna hang out um sometime this week but he's hey, nice he's supportive um that's all you can ask for but you know we shall see what happens so TV- also doesn't really use social media either love it tbd emma and I will be um Perhaps maybe we can attempt to go on dinner dates with guys and get fish because uh, we're now obsessed with fish. Emma is also obsessed with tin fish. Yeah, I bought um, tin fish yesterday. I bought it like here and there. Don't love like the flavor. Realize I just don't like anchovies and yeah. sardines. Like what yeah. the fuck? Sardines. But the, scout yeah. can- the scout canning the trout with like the olive oil and dill. Wow. Stunning. Incredible. 11 out of 10 um I recommend it if you find it's kind of expensive but it's worth it yeah I've tried the fishwife trout very good uh shout out fishwife and then also the one that I buy the most that's the cheapest is wild planet the mackerel is so good because I was eating sardines for a while and then I got annoyed because the bones in sardines it was just not an enjoyable experience but the mackerel is like super meaty and thick and like so good on a salad uh love it so much but yeah, I'd love to go get fish with a man on a date. So manifesting that for Emma and I into the universe because it's what we fucking deserve and it's what you all deserve too. So we're going to get into your DMs. Um, for this round, actually, the last, if you listen to the last Love Line, well, first of all, if you haven't listened to the Love Line episode yet, go back and listen to the one we did in like December, perhaps. Get the idea of it. Some of you guys submitted voice memos, which was hilarious and we did love that, but it did end up taking a long fucking time. Sorry, some of y'all talk really slow compared to you, compared to us. And just technically it was weird. Like Emma's phone was like up to my phone to like get the recording right. So we're just going to read off the DMs and then keep it all anonymous. Don't worry about it. We will keep you guys confidential. But yeah, I'll call you back in a little bit and then let's get into the pod. Fuck yeah. You know Emma and I can't shut up about starting your day with the perfect oatmeal toppings. And you're probably thinking, what could be better than securing a bag of maca powder or matching with a boy who actually knows what adaptogens are? Um, hello, a large and juicy medjool date. That's why we're so excited to tell you about today's sponsor, Julie's. Julie's is a pantry staple for all the wellness gods. Their hand-picked medjool dates from Coachella Valley, California are certified USDA organic, naturally vegan, and free of all allergens. There is no better way to snack on Jolie's than with your favorite nut butter or on a bowl of oats. And Jolie's even has a date syrup to drizzle on a stack of pancakes. So if you want to taste some Jolie's for yourself, definitely use code CMOSGIRLIES for 15% off your first order. Now back to the show. Hey girlies, this wouldn't be a podcast called What the Fuck is CMOS without us having a CMOS sponsor. So it's time to learn what the fuck even is CMOS, thanks to our newest sponsor, 26th in Love. CMOS contains 90% of the minerals that the body needs. Some even call it nature's multivitamin. Crazy, huh? Here's just a preview at some of its benefits. Are you struggling with gut health? CMOS. Struggling with inflammation? CMOS. 
Struggling with adrenal fatigue? CMOS. Struggling with constipation? CMOS. You can use the code CMOS, girlies, for 10% off CMOS gel from 26 and Love. Time to become a wellness god. So we're going to get into this also for everyone who sent us their situations. We're not going to like say your name or anything. We'll just like utilize like random produce names to fill in the names. So yeah. to begin, I matched with the guy two grades above me from high school on Tinder. I'm a sophomore in college and have been hanging out with him constantly for the last two months. Like we have seen each other pretty much every day since we started talking. We are incredibly close and he's even close to my family now. At first he made it clear he wanted to take things really slow, but he would give me long hugs and kiss my forehead after a week we finally kissed. Now he says he's not in the place for a relationship and wants to just be friends because he has a lot going on in his life, which is actually true. We are both moving away again at the end of August and will be long distance for a while. He gives me like side hugs now and is significantly less touchy-feely. I'm absolutely head over heels with this guy. He is so good and sweet and respectful and kind of fun to be around like everything I could ever ask for, but I am worried I'm too deep into the friend zone to make, to make it or to back out. Damn, that sucks. Like I'm really that sorry. does suck. I, at least, you know, he mentioned that he's not in a place for like a deep relationship, but like doesn't want to like ghost you and completely, completely like, you know, block you from his life. But that's also really hard because like you probably expected that things would maybe develop into something that's further and more meaningful and now that's like not so much the case but I think like also just keep in mind like yeah if you both are moving away at the end of the end of August like the likelihood of even like being able to have a relationship realistically just like wouldn't work out but you know if he is the one maybe something will blossom later on in life but you know I think you just enjoy just enjoy it as you can yeah um yeah I was gonna say the same thing I think you know people always have that saying like you could come back and something good could happen I think both of you are gonna move away and probably attempt to date other people or just you know you have your romantic needs that you want to fill and you might find new people and be like damn this really didn't feel as good as the previous thing did and even though he did say like I want to be in the friend zone with you or whatever the fuck he might try to date again and not be able to find anyone like you. I feel like that often is the case. You always think the grass is greener and then you go out and date again and you're like, fuck, I wish I had that other person. So I would stay optimistic, you know, manifest, think about it, but also like, yeah, have your independence and take it as like a sign to move on um, and explore. Yeah. The next part of your life. I will read the next one. Hi besties. This is regarding the love line pop podcast number two i'm new to the online dating world but i'm already over it what are some tips for online dating how to initiate a convo and keep it going that really is spicy convo question but i wanted to contribute so this is really difficult because i think there's these like i've seen a lot of tiktoks about the talking phase i can't get out of the talking phase i'm like why are we fucking late like aren't you always talking? talking phase with this one person um so for me i actually have had more success where you have very limited conversation and you meet if you do the whole thing where you're like where you're from, what college you go to, what you study, and you're all texting each other back and forth. And this is happening like over the course of a week. Like they they will text you at 10 a.m. in the morning. You reply at 7 p.m. at night. They text you the next day at 3 p.m. It becomes so dragged that you don't even like have an image of who you're fucking talking to. Like life is passing you by. So I would really focus on getting from like the initial match to having the conversation within that day. Even if you have to send the first matches, do it and try to go on a date in like the next three days or set an intention to date, like a, a plan. Cause I can't do with this whole, like, let's maybe hang sometime. I fucking hate that shit. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I think when like the conversation gets dragged out, like, like the likelihood of you guys actually ending up to like meet is like so slim. Cause it's like, Hey, I already fucking know this person. What would we even talk about? Yeah. Um, I'm like never really initiate conversations like really at all. And I know I should, but I'm like, they can do the work. But if you're, if there's someone that you're like, no, I actually want to go after them. Like 
just send the fucking like message. And I think that's like kind of a badass girl boss CEO moment. Um, but yeah, I think it just gets easier over time. The more you get into it. Yeah. I think you can suss out like what people want from the apps, like too. kind of like, Oh, are they only like messaging you like on a Saturday at 10 PM? Like that's kind of obvious, but otherwise, um, yeah, definitely send the first message. It's something that I feel like I've started to do more. If I find the person like really attractive or compelling, or I feel like there'd be a mutual interest. Um, you know, sometimes I do just get into the howdy with a cowboy hat emoji as my like opening bumble message. And I'm like, if they answer fucking good for them, if they don't, whatever, like you got to focus on yourself too. So yeah. Exactly. Um, okay. Next. Hi girlies. I need some advice. LOL. Me and my boyfriend have been together for two years now and are currently living together. We have been through lockdowns with without each other. And he is from South Africa originally. So we have been apart from each other for a few weeks at a time. I'm moving to London about an hour or so away from where we live now in September. And I'm so worried about our relationship. We trust each other and love each other so much, but I have seen so many relationships fail due to distance. I know my relationship is healthy and happy, so it should be fine, but it doesn't stop me from worrying. Please help. So I have not been like in a serious relationship, especially not like long-term. Yes. However, I think like if you guys truly love each other and like are meant to be like, you will be able to figure it out. Like, I think like this is like going to be a good testament to your relationship. And I think like the biggest things and from like, you know, videos that I've watched from like YouTubers who have been in long distance relationships that like communication is just like key. You just have to like do that extra effort to like text each other a lot more, like, you know, FaceTime or call each other each day. And obviously that's going to like take an adjustment and it's just going to require a lot more work, I feel like, but then I think over time it'll become natural. And I think, you know, so much of it is out of your control, but I think like trust and communication are going to be like the biggest things. Yeah, I agree. And I also think too, with trust, um, it's going to be like Emma said, like that consistent conversation that you're going to have moments where you're like, oh shit, they're at a party. Like, I wonder if they're thinking of someone. And I think you just have to really be grounded of like thinking about all of the good memories and all of the energy you've pumped into the relationship. Because like, granted, your your person goes to the grocery store and sees other people every, every fucking day of their life. Like I was listening to this one podcast that was kind of like hippy dippy about like love and manifestation. And it was like, when you're really into someone, you have blinders and you don't even like physically want to pursue other people. And that's kind of the headspace I think you both have to be in and like communicate that. But yeah, I've never been in that situation either. So I wouldn't really, um, you know, have particular long distance advice. Next one, my current love situation. Don't judge me. Me and my ex broke up in February, but we still talk every day and go on dates and stuff. I know this is bad, but I don't know. I still have hopes to get back together, but I'm also over his bullshit. Trying to be a wellness guy, need your help. Um, I don't have anyone that I have dated that I no longer dating that I would want to see again. I just am very much like, fuck you, like close the door, you know? Um, I, I have been like in situations where, you know, I hung out with someone and then like, it didn't happen. And then they like emerged back into my life again. We went on another date, just like was not good. I think it's just like, you really just have to fucking close the door. And I know it's like, so easy to be like, oh, I already know this person. Like we already have experience. Like we kind of both like each other, but we also know like we're not compatible, but it's just like that wishful, like oh, like, what if I feel like mentality that you just have to, like, get out of and just realize, like, okay, if you guys aren't dating right now, if you're over his bullshit, you just gotta, like, move on, because if you don't, then you'll never be able to, like, experience and find someone new, and I know that's, like, really, really hard and, like, something that I've dealt with a lot, but you'll feel a million times better when you're, like, no longer tied to this person. Mm -hmm. Um, You'll have the opportunity to look for other people. Like, when you're so obsessed with someone else, you don't even see the people you're walking down past the street or, like, thinking about you know, other types of people you could be compatible with too. Um, yeah. You got this girly, just whatever you got next summer. Um, yeah, I can do the next one. 
Um, hi y'all. I was talking to you slash hanging out with this guy for a few months. We have been friends for a year up to this point back in late 2020 until I thought that I didn't like him that much. So I told him that we would be better off being friends. He admitted to really liking me when I told him that, which he hadn't vocalized before that I knew anyway, since then we've only wished each other happy birthdays and haven't talked to other, each other other than that. I definitely had regret after cutting it off with him right after I did, but I convinced myself it was nothing at the time. It's been eight months and I still think that I made the wrong decision back then because I think about him all the time and miss him. Should I try to initiate conversation again to see? Feels the same way. Thanks if you really, if you read all this and answer. I forgot to say, love pod. Love oh, we love you. Um, I think like the whole, like initiating conversation if you miss someone, I think do it. But here's the thing. You might not have the outcome you think about. Like I initiated conversation with someone that I cut off. And then after they came back into my life, I was like, oh, actually I don't like that person. So I think be open to like where it could go, like both ways, like either they reject you or also you might realize a lot about yourself. Um, but I think it's a lot about boundaries and like, if that would be healthy for you to pursue it, or if it would just become toxic and like, it would ruin your self-confidence and like make you very insecure to see this person. So I don't know. I'd proceed with caution maybe. Yes. Um, let's do the next one. Okay. Longer one. Hi ladies, love your podcast. Listen to every single one. My friend matched with this guy on Tinder a few months ago and she wanted to go on a date with him. I've known this guy passing from mutual friends about three or four years ago. I thought he was a super, I thought he was nice, but a super weird guy. Not creepy, just an oddball. <laughs> and I told her not to go on a date with him. I don't think he knows this girl's my friend, but maybe he does, I don't know. She listened to me and didn't go on a date with him. And now she re- reconnected with an old boyfriend they've been dating for a few months and are very happy. Okay, here's my sitch. I saw this guy for the first time in over a year and we chatted a bit. Then he slid into my DMs and asked for my number. He asked me on a date and I said, okay, because I haven't been on a date this whole year. It turns out I was completely wrong and we get along stupid well. I don't know how this happened. How do I tell my friend about this? I don't think she would be mad. Am I a bad friend because I decided to go on a date with him? Also just add, I'm a firm believer in never going for the same guy if my friend is interested. This is the first time I feel weird about it because I enjoy him, but I don't want to make my friend feel sad. Wait, back it up. Doesn't your friend have a boyfriend? Okay, so her friend was initially going to go on a date with this guy. This guy. This girl knew about this guy and didn't think it'd be a good fit or whatever for whatever reason. Wait, you're fine. This girl is fine. Your friend has a boyfriend she likes. Yeah, I think, I think yeah, it's fine. If she's happy and she has someone, then it's okay. But I would just tell her. If she's still dating, then like, mm. Yeah, no. I would just be like, hey, Bestie, uh, you know that fucking weirdo dude? He's actually- Sorry, Bestie, I read the vibes wrong. The vibes are wrong. Yeah, like also thinking about, I mean, Emma and I, I don't really, we kind of date- same-ish people I mean our pool is probably the fucking same but like if this were to be us and let's say I were to have a boyfriend and then you were like hey I went out with the guy you saw I would be like go off bestie because I was not compatible with him or something so yeah yeah, I think just communication with your friends because girls before boys obviously obviously okay next hi besties first of all I love y'all so much you both inspire me to be a wellness god um, I'm getting my master's in this tiny little town in the UK. She lives abroad. Um, and I keep seeing this one guy that I kind of know all over the place, which isn't hard to do since there are literally three streets here at LMAO. But I'm wondering if it's more than a coincidence because I've definitely felt vibes from him and I'm kind of starting to feel things too. But I don't know if that's just because my opinions are super limited here and I'm lowering my standards or if it's actually real crushing. So like, should I say something or just leave it? Thoughts? Um, I feel like if you see him all over the time, all over, like, you know, where you live and you think he's cute and you know, it's probably a small pool girl, shoot your fucking shot. Yeah. Like do it. Like, you know, it options are limited. Like take advantage of like, there's one hot man. He might be the only hot man. 
No, I've been thinking about this a lot. Like dating apps, I was talking to my mom about it because she's like, I can't imagine dating now. For example, how people used to date pre-dating app. You met people through modes of mutual connection, i.e. church or the gym or some place, you know, mutual friends or some shit. Now we are so removed from those connections that like ghosting becomes very easy because you meet someone on a dating app, you don't know their friends, you don't know their family, you don't know their place of work, you barely even know where they fucking live or their last name. It is easy to ghost people. So if you meet someone that you see a lot and it's like a consistent connection, yeah, it might be awkward if like shit goes bad, but I feel like that is a huge sign to go for it. There's been guys that I've been seeing on the Hudson River multiple times and I'm like, I'm gonna trip and fall on my face soon and then we're gonna chat. We're gonna chat about their hokas or some shit because it feels a lot more natural and intuitive. Like it doesn't feel like a stalker. It feels like a common person. So I say fucking go for it, bestie. Um, what do you got to lose? Okay. Next one is a little bit longer. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay. Hi, Kate and Emma. Love the podcast, the meme page. I tell random strangers to follow it. Yes, we love that. hundred uh, percent. I have a few dilemmas, but one general one is I feel like there must be a default profile for men to be moderate. The key to my heart is Chipotle, the only TV show he knows about his office. And I just need a man that's more creative than that. Someone personal interest. True, bestie. Dilemma number two. I was talking to this guy on FaceTime because I didn't want to meet him in person. He answered the phone. He was lying upside down in his bed, drinking a beer, and a noise kept coming from the side. Mm-hmm. So I asked what it was, and he said he was in an online chat with his friend so they could hear what I said. And that was so great. So that was so so that was great. Uh, then he was trying to explain where he worked, and the street he mentioned happened to be on the same the same as the street where my apartment building is. So that's not me thinking this through at all. I said, that's where I live. So now this random man knows where I live. I also never want to talk to him again. I don't know if that's weird or not since it's bigger cities might be normal. Um, he... Girl, yeah. This okay, wait, there's another part. Um, also, this other guy asked what I was looking for and I didn't really know what to say. So I said, nothing specific. And he said, less than a relationship. And so I said, like friends with benefits? And he said, no, a little more than that. So I'm unfamiliar with increments of relationship status, but I don't know what this means. Okay, whoa. Um, the first one, yeah, men are fucking boring. They are clones. Just like literally swipe left on anyone that is like those robots you don't even want to try to pry. Yeah, they don't have a personality. They are probably obsessed with working or they hate their job so much that all they do is just drink on the weekends. You need to be able to personality. Girl, trust me, I know. I rarely swipe right on people because I also need the creative type. Yes, next. Okay, the one about the boy that knows where you live. I've had situations where like, even if, you know, you've dated someone and you've like taken them to your place once, I always feel weird. I'm like, fuck, that person knows where I live. So I don't really know what to do that this stranger, he sounds kind of weird with like the FaceTime thing and his friends were listening. Um, yeah, that's weird. That's a red flag. Like, fuck yeah, definitely just like cut off conversation. I hope you never see him in real life. And then lastly, more than friends with benefits, no, a little more than that. This man, fucking red flag. I, he just, I think, wants to have sex with you, but then also doesn't want a relationship. And like, I don't know, this is messy. A lot of guys, I think, don't want to commit to a relationship because they fear like what if this goes poorly and so they get so comfortable in this like having sex but it's also like I've had so many things where like I'm hanging out consistently with a fucking guy we're having sex we're seeing each other often and then they never want a label of a relationship and I think that's this category and I just hate those type of guys yeah he's fear he's fearful of commitment but also like wants something steady and that's like really frustrating because then it's like he doesn't okay, yeah, you can have sex and like get dinner here and there but it's like don't you like if you're doing all that it's like why don't you just fucking date like yes I don't know I, that's like really frustrating challenge and I think like guys will then get to a point where it's like I can't do this anymore they'll just like back out and like ghost you yep. so I think like to protect yourself like maybe get out of the situation but also it's like if you do like him and like if you're having sex and it's great and everything then continue on but just like have in the back of your head that like okay this is probably not going to go somewhere like 
Yeah. Just to, like to protect yourself and like your well-being and like emotional state. Yeah, I feel like this is the common, the most common gray area that I've been with dating where it never gets to a relationship. And then I'm like, I have this guilt and shame after it happens where I'm like, damn, I spent fucking two months talking to this person that never wanted to commit to me. Yeah. Don't take it personally. Don't feel bad. It all is learning experience. But I like think that this is a very common experience too. So don't feel like you're just some like crazy girl that no guy wants to date. It's a guy's issue on this part. It's a guy's issue. Um, okay, next one. Another long one. Um, okay, okay. Okay, why is this? We got it out of order. Um, I'm trying to figure out. The- I can read one. Okay. So my love situation. I've been living in Hawaii for a few years, and I met a guy I really like. He lives in a van, plays music, is super adventurous. He's into yoga, CMOS, win, and basically all my hobbies. We get along really well. Both Aries. Yikes. Okay, I don't have any astrology advice. Just disclaimer. But I just moved back home to Minnesota. We haven't discussed what the future holds for us. I feel like he's too go for the flow with that, but I want commitment without scaring him away. He's pushing me out of my comfort zone in terms of how I view relationships, and I can't tell if it's personal growth or red flags. Send help. Do I pursue my island lover boy, or do I cut ties now that we're miles apart? Also, if this isn't juicy enough, understand, but I want to hear your girlie's opinion on monogamy. I've always been a naturally monogamous person, but I've recently had the idea of non-monogamy presented to me. Thoughts maybe on the pod. Thank you. Love you. Oh, love you too. Um, Damn, that sucks. I think like, I. but here's the thing. So, you know, you're moving away. You're not going to see each other again. I really think I was talking to my mom about dating. Like I always do. And I think that some of the most beautiful, like romantic experiences of your life sometimes happen to people that you might not date or marry. Like I've gone on dates with guys and I'm just like, damn, that was a really cool experience. And I'm really happy. I got to experience life with that person. Now, if this person comes back into your life or not, I think that's just more situational with like moving away and shit. But, um, also my opinion on monogamy, I just think I need that. I don't think I could have any sort of flexibility there. And maybe that is my insecurity, but I just don't really, I've never seen healthy relationships that are not monogamous. If I, also just, I also just don't have that personality type that could, yeah, have that type of thing. I want like commitment. I want someone extremely, yeah, that's my own personality, but I know, I know it can work. I just don't think I could as well. Um, okay. Next one. Advice on being patient when waiting for the right person. I'm still in high school and I've had one boyfriend who was terrible and I broke up with him after a month. I'm almost 18, but I'm still confused as to why all my friends seem to always find the perfect guy. Maybe I have too high of standards. Every guy I meet never checks every box. I have this mindset of why waste the time if they don't fit into my type. First off, you're in high school, so you have plenty of time. The likelihood of you finding like the love of your life for like a really steady, like great person is going to be slim. Like people are still you know, men develop and mature at a much slower rate than women. So like the likelihood of them, like checking off, like any sort of like all your boxes is like very slim. Also guys are never going to check off all of your boxes. And that is something that I have realized over time. Like I was like, they have to dress this way. They have to play this type of music. They have to like do all this. And it's like, that's so just like not realistic. And you're setting yourself up for failure. And also just like limiting yourself to like really particular pool. And I have now focused more on like qualities that I look for as opposed to like physical attributes I also think too like TikTok for me is really toxic in the sense of like those TikToks that are like green flags in men because if you're box checking and you're in your young 20s and like you know dating casually I mean maybe you want to get married tomorrow it is very different to date when you're like 30 40 really looking for to find your future spouse or whatever the fuck but in your 20s what is the harm in dating someone who maybe doesn't check one of the fucking boxes you are getting experiences and like I think I've had a lot of things that have been red flag non-negotiables and then I've dated someone who I'm like, oh, like shit, they, mm, whatever. 
and I've become more flexible on them. Like it, it is kind of weird, I think, to date like different types of people, but I feel like you learn so much about yourself and you become a better person to date. If you were just dating the same fucking robot all the time, like you're not getting any better either. So take it as a, an opportunity for growth. Um, okay. Should we take a break and then come back and do yeah, some I more? Some, I need some liquids in my body. Need some Zevia? Okay. We'll come on back. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And we're back. I'm drinking some bone broth. Actually, I have a lot of beverages. I have a Zevia bone broth, one of those noon wellness things, and then coffee. I just have water. I have just been like so dehydrated these wow. past like three days. And I'm like, no matter how much liquids I drink, I'm still dehydrated. Like my pee is still bright yellow. And I'm like, what is up with this? Live, laugh, laugh. I know I haven't, I know it's not because I'm like having too many vitamins and minerals. Yeah. Um, Y'all can listen to the supplement pod if you want to hear about that, but we're mm-hmm. back to the love line now. Okay. Um, <laughs> next one. Oh my God. I almost read this person's name. Ooh, sorry, bestie. Okay. Hey besties. I love the pod. Magnesium has changed my life. For the love line episode, I'd love some advice. I'm in love with a boy and I don't know if I should tell him, even though I'm a girl boss, I kind of don't want to say it first. We've been together for a while now and I'm terrified he doesn't feel the same way. What should I do? Ooh, I don't know. I feel like it's a girl boss move to be like, I love you. And like, I don't know. I mean, if you guys have been seeing each other for a while and it seems like pretty consistent, it like seems pretty serious. Yeah. Fucking say it. I feel like it's kind of awkward it's like both like you both know that there's like something going on and like someone's just got to address it and but also like you know if it doesn't if he doesn't respond the way that you at least like hope or imagine accept it you know prepare yourself for like both situations and both scenarios but if you really truly feel that it's like you know just do it otherwise you'll regret it yeah Um, just do it before it like gets yeah even more time just fucking do it agreed okay next okay love line shit i'm in love with or something with this beautiful girl. We'll call her Banana. Uh, we have been friends for a year and are in the same type friend group of three people. I realized I really, really liked her when the other two left the city in the summer and I spent a week with her. So a week after I, that, I called her in the middle of the night after a train ride, completely sober and just went, uh, Banana, I think I'm in love with you, LOL. She just responded with, uh, babe, okay, I need some time to process this, LOL. Two days later, we decided to go on a date. Oh yeah, she has also left the city for the summer at this point. I finally found someone who have, I have finally found someone but equally bad flirting skills. We are terrible. Next week, we are going to be living with the entire friend group for a week. Banana has previously had a thingish with a guy in the friend group, but that ended because he is the most unconnected to his emotions, emotions person I've ever met. Um, and babes, that is saying something. So yeah, next week is going to be a big ass mess. I'm stoked. This is the first time I've ever felt safe with a crush before. Whatever happens, go us. And to quote my therapist, 
Well, if you date a girl, you don't have to deal with your terrible relationship to men. At least not right now. <laughs> That's funny. Shout out to your therapist. That is funny. Um, see, the thing is, I don't have a lot of advice when it's a situation where like a friend group is involved. Emma and I never, we just have like random dudes that float through the orbit. So there's never any conflict like this. No, Kate and I are, we don't have friends. We are each other. We are just a duo. Um, you know, men are trash. If they're unconnected to their emotions, it might not be worth it. Um, you know, I say just like, see how this goes. You both seem excited. Like right. it's going to be messy. And if you like thrive in messy situations, then like this might be your moment to shine. Um, and I yeah. think, you know, it's like pretty admirable that you like listen to your gut and you're like, no, I really like this person. I'm going to just like tell them how I fucking feel. And, you know, it probably caught them off guard as you mentioned, but you know, if you both went on a date and you're both bad at flirting, like, it's just going to be like, you're going to have like good fun memories regardless. Right. And you know what? All dating, even if it's bad, you still learn and have you know you get experience from it and sometimes funny situations and like memories occur from it like I've had bad dates that were like funny as fuck so yeah oh my god the date I need to make a tiktok about Emma remember when I went to that tea place with that guy and the tea pig yes oh fuck that's a distant ancient lock memory okay um yeah you you got it girly just dating live last love okay next one uh, hi besties, here's my love life drama. This past semester I was talking to, by the way, can we acknowledge how stupid this is? Like he was sucking on my titties on the regular. We were obviously doing more than that, than talking, but alas. But towards the end of the semester, I had this little hot girl breakdown in big crisis and during our DTR convo, what is that? Um, I don't know, school? Don't know. Sorry, maybe I'm literally an elder and I don't know what that means. We During our DTR convo, I told him I didn't want to date because I was too mentally ill. I've been working on a lot myself this summer now I really miss him and Loki want to date and feel like I'm in a fine place how do I reach out again what if he's moved on it's totally valid him to have a big boy summer <laughs> but I'm scared of rejection from the motherfucker who's ready to make me happy um I say go for it like if, I agree yeah if he wanted it you're fucking fine girly and also um, it's like if he really likes you then he'll like be excited and be like okay like I'm happy that you're like finally in a good spot now and I also, think it's yeah like, you improved on yourself like what's not to love he already yeah, now you're gonna more. be an even better version of yourself you can be more present and like you know, cater to his emotions or like things that he's dealing with. Um, I say yes. Go off, bestie. Next one. Um, yes. Okay. I met this guy named, we'll call him Potato at a volunteer <laughs> event in February. It was a tree planting thing. We both study environmental science and love plants. He and I are in exactly the same program at school and in a club together. I like him in the summer. We've hung out a bunch, even though we live like 40 minutes away and done a bunch of things that seemed like dates to me and my friends but I don't know what he thinks of me and it could be really awkward if I told him how I feel because we will see each other the next three years a bunch it's kind of the perfect guy advice please p.s I love you guys oh I mean I think it this might be kind of you know a natural progression where it's like you start off as friends and then you guys things just slowly become more and more serious um you know you can go either way you can just kind of like see where it goes but if you're truly like no I want this guy to know how I truly feel you can maybe like sprinkle in some like you know words like oh I really like like you or like you know maybe like try to like kiss some more or something I don't know yeah or be like I love spending quality time with you or like quality time or like I wish you were like with me right now yeah um so I think just like showing you know demonstrating ways that like you're thinking of him and then how he responds you'll have a good sense or like you engage if he's on the same page yeah I think like I'm just saying sprinkle it in and then see how he reciprocates and like suss it out I know that's something that I want to do better out of like initiating that like I have emotions and I'm not just like some stone cold bitch. Um, so yeah, I think do that. That'll be good. I think you got it girly. Um, next one. Okay. 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 This one's a little long. 
Hello, my sorry, my voice. Hello, my love life is what I like to call a rather unfortunate series of events and poor timing. Same bestie. I live in Austin, Texas, so my options here are rather slim, but I was fortunate enough to meet someone a month ago who's my dream. He isn't from here, point for him, but you never know what it's meant to be. If it's meant to me, then it's not meant to be. Well, it's not. I eventually found myself in the same city as him again this last weekend. I reached out and plans are made, but we found it impossible to make it work with the time I was there. A work emergency took up my weekend. And by the time we were able to make it work, I was flying home. Needless to say, it would have been fun if it worked out, but probably for the best. Maybe an anticlimactic story, but just a small snippet of what has the last year, two years been for me. Not to mention I'm only 21 and I have an immense external pressure to be in a relationship. I realized I left a lot out of details that would make this better. Basically, I wanted a date with him before he left and he followed up with, I'd love to see you again. I want to take you again, all that bullshit. So we stayed in touch for that month and whatnot. Then I made it into town. We were both very excited, but when I didn't work out, I was just a bit disappointed. Now we do not talk maybe for the best, just frustrated just because I've found myself very frustrated with the situation plus previous ones, it is making me eager to graduate and move away from here. Um, I think like, I don't know, it's difficult because I, I was never really in relationships like in high school at all. I mean, you're only 21, like it's fine. I didn't have my first kiss till I was 20. I like didn't even talk to a boy until I was 20. Um, I think the timing shit is something that like you can't stress over. Like you always wonder like, damn, what if I would have met this person in two months from now or last year when I was in a better place and you know he could come back into your life if you do want to open the conversation but I don't take it personal you know you could have I think for me it was like when I was 20 or when I was 21 I was like oh my god I'm like such a little slut like I'm having the best dating of my life and now this past year I've been like wow being 22 is the absolute worst everything fucking sucks for me and I think you'll go through phases of dating so don't act like you're inevitably doomed to have this like future with your dating life yeah I totally agree there's so many things that are out of your control and you can't force and I think it's like you just have to accept where life is and like accept like hey if I'm not really dating anyone right now like it's okay like you know someone else will come in and eventually at another time so I think that when you get like stressed and put so much pressure and are like why the fuck am I not going on dates like what's going on like what you know you just internalize everything and that's not good or healthy either yeah a lot nothing of wrong with you yeah for sure um okay Hi, I was interested in doing the relationship advice podcast. My submission is as follows. I've been struggling with how I perceive my current love life. I've been seeing this guy for over a year. We went, we were dating and ended breaking up on Valentine's Day because I wasn't going to see him because we had a snowstorm where the entire state shut down. It's brought up the issue that he is one year older than me and was going to dental school. And I had one more year of undergrad before I went to law school. Basically we broke up and kept talking and acting like a couple without the label. Plus one major thing happened. He isn't going to dental school anymore and rather is going to law school. We have spent the summer studying for the LSAT together, and now I am really confused. We are going into law school the same year, and we spent all of our time together. Don't worry, we still have we still have out an official hobbies, and this isn't a toxic relationship, just a confused, confusing one, I guess. I am scared to bring up the what are we conversation because I am scared he will not want to get back together um, with the label and fear we will have to do the LDR because we won't get into the same law school. I have him, I love him so much. And even though we aren't together, I care about him deeply as a friend and more. What do you think? Should I bring up the conversation or should I wait it out? Hmm. I don't know. So I think it's obviously difficult because you guys are going to be going to the same school. And if it, the conversation doesn't go, ideally, it might be awkward to see him. Um, but I feel like if you guys are hanging out and it's like consistent, maybe it's just best to leave it how it is for now. Then like once school starts, just see how things are and then maybe initiate the conversation, you know, once you guys have both settled into like your new school and routine. I agree. I think wait until you're seeing each other in the street or in like the hallways or whatever the fuck building. Because you don't want to then like put all this pressure to like initiate the conversation while you both are like dealing with the law, probably like mentally with like starting school and everything. 
that's like a lot to put onto a person. So yeah, wait it out, wait it yeah. out. I know it's hard, but it'll be worth it. Agree. Uh, next one. Hi besties. I'm currently in a predicament with my partner for almost two years. I recently moved away from a job and now we've been semi-long distance for about two months. I've been feeling less connected and invested in our relationship. I don't really feel like this relationship is serving me anymore since I've grown over the past few months. But since there's nothing wrong with it, aside from the long distance, I don't know how to bring up that I'm not as passionate about the relationship anymore without hurting his feelings coming out from the blue. Any advice figuring out what's the best way for me to voice that? Thanks, girlies. That's hard. Um, I definitely feel like, you know, just say something like, hey, I, you know, have not changed. I do think it is kind of scary because it is out of the blue. Like if you were on the receiving end and someone just moved away and then they're like, oh, wait, I'm like a better person now. So definitely proceed with caution. But I do think you have the right to voice that like you never knew what life was going to be like once you did move away. Um, I just think be like very cautious. Like I really care about your feelings and like, I just have done a lot of growth and it's like really hard for me to be in a long-term relationship or long distance relationship and feel the same and kind of see, maybe he feels the same. You have no idea. And also, you know, maybe tell him that like, you want what's best for him that you realize that like, you're probably like, if you're not as excited about the relationship, then obviously it's like, you know, you want someone who is excited for him. Um, yeah. It's definitely, yeah, not going to be an easy conversation, but maybe, you know, just do what you got to do. Yeah. Um, next, I haven't felt connected to someone in years and I am watching other people around me fall in love. It's hard to understand why I haven't at least made a slight connection with someone. I definitely have dealt with this too. Like, it's really frustrating, especially for me because I'm the oldest. I have three younger brothers. Two of my other brothers who are still like in high school, one's in college, have had plenty of relationships. And I'm like, what Babe, the fuck is yeah. this? I'm like, someone explain this to me. Like, how are you guys finding people? And like, I haven't. Yeah. And I think it's just like, don't put pressure on yourself. You know, everyone's different. We're all going to find different people at different points in our lives. Yep. Um, and you know, there's nothing wrong with being single too. Yeah. It can be frustrating, but you know, maybe just going onto the app just to like have some sort of conversation, go on dates here and there, even if they're not like ideal person, just to kind of get your foot like in the door and just have a little bit of experience, I think is like a good option. If like dating apps are something that you're interested in doing. And I think just like also accepting that like dating apps are kind of, you know, the normal for how we date in this current day and age. That's something that's been hard for me to like fully yeah. accept because I'm like, I want to meet someone when you I'm like, out like, like, at a coffee shop. And it's like, Emma, that's not yeah. realistic. A, you don't go to coffee shops, Emma. Also B, you have your headphones in all the time. Also, you like hate talking to people. Like, that's not going to happen. Also, too, like, you can meet someone at a coffee shop and they could just say, oh, yeah, you know, I love Gwyneth Paltrow. Like, you don't, the dating apps do, they are nice. One of the pros is that you do weed out a lot of the bullshit before you meet the person. Like, yeah, you are missing out on this, like, oh, I locked eyes with someone and, like, the love of my life thing. But, like, if you're going to wait for your fucking life to, for that to happen, like, good on you and go manifest that. I think I've just realized that, like, there are two different ways that I'm dating. I think there's one way, like in a more serious long-term way where like, yeah, I want to have a partner one day and like get married probably and like have some sort of life and build a life with someone. But also I'm like, I'm 22 and I'm in New York city and I'm just like on my girl boss shit. And so I am like kind of not looking for two different people, but I'm accepting that like, if a situation is not the love of my life, that's cool. And like, I'm still making space and still kind of like thinking about this future partner I'm going to have. I mean, I'm like, you know, I talk about manifestation. I kind of shit on it a little bit, but I'm as cringe as you manifestation girlies. Don't even worry. I journal about the fact that I want to, you know, my future partner is out there. Like I write that down. I'm like, I, I wonder what he's doing. Like, I know he's out there somewhere. And like, I wonder if he's like, you know, what he's cooking for dinner or something like that. I think that's kind of a, a healthy mind space. So if the people you do meet in real life are duds, you're just like, okay, well, there is someone out there and you're not down on yourself when everything doesn't go well. But yeah, like Emma said, 
many fucking pros to being single. I could list them off. Like you can take your magnesium, go to bed whenever you want. You can get a comfy night of bed. You don't have to fucking share a bed with someone. You have to worry about someone's bullshit. It's great. So enjoy it. Um, next. Hey gals, for the Loveline episode, I've been messaging this guy for a good eight months or something, like once a day. And due to COVID, we only met up once, but I don't really know if I like the guy and I just get the ick from him. <laughs> okay, the ick thing? I've like, you know, I understand it now through TikTok, but I think that's funny. I've never heard of that before. Going into my final year at uni and I don't really want a relationship on top of all that. So I don't know how to call it off because we've been talking for so long, but then it feels like a time wasted. Lots of love anyway. I think um, if you guys are, have only been messaging and like you really have not hung out, this is like an easy way to kind of cut things off because it's like you haven't had like a lot of IRL experiences with one another. So you haven't really developed those like super like deep, intense like memories. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's like it's natural, like texting someone every single day. Like, yeah, it's going to get exhausting. And it's going to be like very repetitive and you're just going to like hit a plateau. Yeah. So I think you kind of have an easy way out since you guys have just been talking and yeah. say that like, you know, things are changing for me. Um, this isn't really working out. I wish yeah. you the best. I agree. You're, I think you're in the clear here. Think about all the people that are like in serious relationships and then overnight they're like, uh, actually I don't want to do this. Like you're fine. It's all good. Next one. Uh, yes. For Loveline podcast. Should you feel like you need to have a boyfriend at school? I've had crushes, never a boyfriend. Want to hear what you guys think. Love you guys. Keep doing what you are doing. And basically, um, want to be you when I grow up. Um, so, and then it is probably such an easy question to answer, but like, I'd like to hear your opinions on the pressure you get put under at school writing relationships. So for me personally, I did not have much pressure having a relationship in school, like at all. I went to also like an all girls private school. So there was like, no one was really dating. There was very much like emphasize, like you guys like don't need a man, like you yeah. can take care of yourselves. Like you're so capable, yada, yada, yada. So I really did not have that much pressure. I never had pressure from like family members, you know, like I never had like uncles at like the Thanksgiving dinner table being like, Emma, why aren't you dating someone? Um, and then like in school also, it's like, no one gave a fuck. Like, again, I went to a school where it was predominantly girls. So I never really had that much pressure, but I can totally see how that can be hard if you, you know, see everyone around you dating or like everyone's talking about like, you know, who they're going to bring as their date for like a dance, et cetera. Yeah. I think it's, I've never been in the situation where dating was forced. I think you got to realize that you literally your life is your life and like I think the only time I've really felt that is sometimes volleyball teams where I feel like people were a little bit different than me and they're always like had boyfriends or shit but like you think about your goals you think about what you want like you don't have to fucking date just to date um if you want to once again there is opportunity to but yeah okay next one um first of all I love this podcast I don't have any guy stories I told Kate I'm a loner girl boss you did um but I'm in a situation right now that I've been in multiple times in my life where all my best friends either get into a relationship or have a boyfriend. And at this point, being single just sucks. I love being single. I learned to put my girlfriends before my guys and they always will be there for you. And I was raised that way, but it's hard when no one else around me was raised that way. And now it's come to the point where basically my friends say the friend group would be better if I just got a boyfriend so we all can go on triple dates than them go on a double date and not invite me or get mad with me fifth wielding help. Oh, that's hard. Mean. What the fuck? What I'm a mean? I think that's friends. like, that's like not fair of your friends. No. You know, if your friends want you to have like a relationship, they should help you in like setting you up or like being like, hey, you should like yeah. try going on a date with like so-and-so because also it's like, there's so many things that are out of your control when you're dating. And it's not just like, you can like, you know, call some random dude up and be like, hey, let's date, you know? Like it takes time and it's a process. And I think it's like, if you have enjoyed being single, then like embrace that and really vocalize to your friends that like, if you, they are your true friends, they should accept and like respect what you're saying. And if you tell them like, hey, 
I enjoy being single. Like it's okay that I'm not in a relationship. Like I would love to be in one, but it's just like, you know, there's no one out there for me right now. For sure. Um, and tell them that you don't enjoy like this pressure of them being like, our friendship would be better if you had a like boyfriend. Cause it's, it's not your fault. It's not your fault that you don't have a boyfriend and like they can like figure out how to have fun, you know? Yeah. And it's not easy to find someone. So like, don't take it personally. That is like a them thing. Like it's, it probably wasn't easy for them to find their boyfriend either. So relax. That's their problem. Relax. Okay. Love line up some message. Hey girlies, I'm about to move across the country to stay on my girl grass agenda of getting a PhD in chemistry. I'll be living alone and resisting the urge to use hinge when I get lonely because stay together, everyone, men are fans. Anyways, tips for making friends while shaving in a new city when you're trying to start on a clear slate but not wanting to overcorrect or forcing yourself to be on, forcing a totally new personality. Basically, this is a long-winded way of me asking, they'll drop your fake pancake recipe to cope with the occasional feelings of loneliness, <laughs> LOL. Okay, first off, I think like if you're moving across, you know, to a new area, go on the apps once you feel inclined to, you know, don't, you know, be like, okay, I'm moving here. I need to meet people ASAP. Like take your time, settle. Like that's a huge adjustment. And then like, just go on the apps if you feel the urge to, mm-hmm. um, but to deal with loneliness, LOL, you know, send voice memos to your favorite best friend. Um, yeah. Pancake I recipe. Think- I don't really have a recipe for you. Mix a bunch of flowers together. Yeah, no, we're not the recipe girlies. Um, What I was going to say is that uh, maybe kind of set out like how many dates you probably want to go on in like a month or a week. So you're not like, oh, I need to like go on a date like every week. But if you're like, oh, like I should go on one date a month or something, if that feels like negotiable for you or like a good boundary to set. Because you don't want to like, you know, I think I've had that situation where you get on apps and then you're talking to three people and you're like, well, I don't necessarily want to upend my schedule and go on three dates this week. And you feel like fucked up because you're just like so preoccupied with dating um definitely yeah create boundaries focus on yourself but also like it could be nice to get get to know people and start that you know side of your life in a new city too um next one we got okay hey girlies i'm a huge huge fan of the pod i need some of your sage wisdom because i'm romantically unwell so basically what i need to know is how do i tell if i'm actually into someone or if i'm just lonely and horny i have really close work friend at a health food, food store we work at who I never thought much of before, but I think I'm catching feelings. He's a nice guy or age. I'm 23. He's 24. Smart, funny, can dress well. I think what helped me back before is that he also has really bad downward mood swings. And I know he's looking to move relatively soon. And he's some, he sometimes wears really fucking ugly hats. <laughs> We've recently been working more closely, more together and getting closer, but I also can't tell if these feelings are coming from me seeing some seeing him some do some hot things like show initiative or use his brain or if because I haven't had a BF or hookup or any physical contact with a man since COVID started. Are these actual feelings? Is it worth risking our work relationship and budding close friendship for? If not, then how do I start using him as the main romantic character? I scenario I fall asleep to. Oh, and he's pretty ugly, but I'm willing to live with it. Babes, we are into ugly men. It's fine. Fucking it's fine. Like I don't trust men that are really attractive. I'm like someone you're not, you don't have any fucking personality. Like I almost think when guys have a little bit of chip on their shoulder, it's like tall guys. When guys are six, five, nothing there, fucking nothing there. Um, so the situation of deciding, do I like this person? Is it convenient? I don't know. It sounds like, you know, that this is just convenient in the back of your head and you are kind of like projecting like him being a, like a bigger thing. I think you already like fucking know that, but like the horny side of you is just like, I want a boy to play with fine do it like I think fucking around is fine I'm like pro fucking around honestly like it's you're not gonna like maybe it'll become awkward at work that's like the worst I can see happening but 
if you know your intentions and you're not getting played with it, I think girls can be fuck girls if you want to. Like, oh yeah. Like, I don't know. I have been situations where I'm like, I know this guy is using me for sex. I will do the same and I don't end up hurt. So if you're able to like mentally set this boundaries and kind of have that, I know some people like only can sleep with people that they're like love of their life, romantically interested in boyfriend, commitment, whatever. I don't know. It's, it's your call there, but I don't see a problem. I say just do it. Have fun. Yeah. Okay. This one? Next. Hey girlies. This is the last one. Hey girlies. I feel so stuck in my love life. I'm 21. Haven't had sex since high school. And I feel like I'm cockblocking myself at this point. At the same time, I feel like all men make me feel like an object. And I hate that. How do I get out of my own way, but also attract the right kind of people Impossible question. I know also part of why I think I'm cockblocking myself is because I'm scared of being bad at sex after all this time, not knowing what to do intellectually. I know this is dumb, but I can't seem to get over it. I have also felt like I feel like I sometimes get nervous about going back onto that and like I don't feel like I'm not experienced or I always get like nervous with like dates and stuff because like especially when I first started off on the date apps like I had no experience like didn't yeah. have sex in high school like none of that um so I totally get why it's just like almost easier just to, like avoid it all as opposed to like addressing it but also it's like you're not going to get experience unless you allow yourself to have experience yeah so I think it's just like you have to go into it and it's like you know it's going to be awkward and messy probably majority of the time most sex is not great sex like a lot of guys are terrible at sex as well so keeping that in the back of your head as well that's like, the only other. bad person at sex well i'm on a voice memo each other whenever guys like i've had situations where they're just like that was really good and i'm just like i don't know what i'm doing <laughs> like that's so funny i don't know what i'm doing half the time i'm really. like that's cool like that you think about me that i like have some tricks up my sleeve and i absolutely do not i barely even know what a penis is so don't worry about it um, I think if something makes you feel better, like, yeah, I didn't have sex till I was, I don't even know, what, how old am I? 21? I didn't have sex till I was 21 either. And also, I think another thing that, like, got my mind off of it is that, like, when it kind of started being initiated, I was, like, told the guy, I was, like, I, I was a virgin, and he, like, didn't fucking care, obviously. But I think it's important to know that the person you lose your virginity to is likely not going to be the person you are married to, so you're probably not going to see this person again for the rest of your life. And so like, if you fuck up and you feel awkward and like you didn't do something correctly or like it was embarrassing or something, you're probably not going to see them in five years. So like, just, you know, use it as experience, use it as a, a male body <laughs> to have sex with, I guess. Uh, that's the love line, ladies. That's we the fucking... love line episode. I hope we helped you guys. I don't know. I feel like honestly, we were spitting bars and- We were. Damn, our, our experience is really, has really shown. Beautiful. Yeah. I mean, you know- Hopefully this will translate over to our dating life, getting a little bit uh, better. If um, only we would listen to our own advice. You know, yeah. If only, ugh, if only God wanted us not to be successful girl bosses and like gave us love as well. But I think he's like, you guys are doing so well with the memes. Keep your dating life fucking bad. <laughs> um, yes, for the best, we gotta grind. We gotta stand our CEO girl boss. Truly. What else you got going on today, dog? Moving moving stuff yeah girlies my new apartment um and I have some major things occurring for me this week yes but I need to like go on a walk I feel like I've just been going up and down stairs these past two days and haven't been able to go on relaxing walks um you know whole foods grocery run gonna make dinner later what that's gonna be I don't know what about you um I don't know I got a text from a boy that I'm seeing saying you you free later <laughs> and I'm like sure bestie we'll see how that goes but um I have to do some TikTok shit now that I'm fucking unbanned but uh that's just a an issue that I have um I need to do some shit for work and then yeah probably gonna have some salmon for dinner um, um I'm gonna have eggs 
the usual okay always great to do business with you dog we'll see you girlies in geneva the meme page and then on the podcast next week thanks for listening to what the fuck is cmos bye Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast.